Hello and welcome back to episode two in your nutrition education and in this one we're going to be talking about protein. So protein tends to be the main one that people focus on um, regardless of whether they're in a deficit or if they're maintaining or gaining weight. It's just protein, protein, protein and you'll see loads of different companies putting out new protein things and it's like such a hyped up thing but it's also understanding what actually is protein and why is it important for our body. So protein is a vital nutrient that makes up a large number of your body tissues. Um, It's going to include your hair, skin, nails, bones and muscles. It's also important for controlling homeostasis and can be used as fuel when needed. So breaking this down, there's three main functions. Structural proteins, like I said, that's going to be the framework for your collagen, which is your bone and connective tissues. Homeostatic protein, which is your synthesis of hormones, enzymes and blood cells, and then fuel proteins. So basically when your glycogen from your carbs is running low, we can use proteins um, when needed to help give us that extra little bit of fuel. Protein, when consumed, is broken down into amino acids. We have 20 amino acids. They are broken down, reordered and then rebuilt into usable proteins for the body. Nine out of these 20 amino acids are going to be essential, essentially meaning, eh, what a pun, that they need to be present in the food that you eat. Your non-essential amino acids can't be synthesised in your liver and also provided by the diet, but also made from these other nine essential amino acids. So, what are your natural sources of protein? This doesn't mean including any of the protein, like mousses and yogurts and protein bars and stuff that are hyped up and are probably are definitely things I eat but also things that you've probably seen a lot on TikTok and stuff like that you don't necessarily need to be having those things to get enough protein into your diet you can get protein from eggs beans quinoa greek yogurt fish tofu nuts dairy legumes poultry edamame chicken fish whey there's loads of different options And it's always going to be these natural sources that I would suggest that you always try to keep into your diet. So a complete protein means that it contains the adequate amounts of these nine essential amino acids. A complete protein will include your eggs, your meat, your fish, dairy, poultry, soy and quinoa. Plant sources of protein are often deficient in some of the essential amino acids and therefore classed as incomplete. Some sources of plant um, proteins that are complete are things like tofu, hence why if you are vegan or vegetarian, tofu will definitely be something that I've probably mentioned to you before because it is one of your complete sources of protein, which is really important. But if you are vegetarian or vegan, you can try to focus on basically pairing up your proteins to help give you a whole complete protein. And this is what we call complementary proteins. So you can slot incomplete proteins together to make this fully fledged protein. Um, This could mean including grains and pulses into your diet in the same day. They don't necessarily need to be in the same meal, but they need to be done in the same day so that when your body is recovering at night, it's got all the necessary sources of protein that it needs, all those necessary sources of amino acids. So that could be grains and pulses together, vegetables and nuts together, vegetable and seeds Grains and dairy, nuts and seeds. So an example could be having a salad with some veggies in. So it could be like sweet potato, broccoli, that sort of stuff. And then on top, 
a good handful of pumpkin seeds because that's going to be your mixture of vegetables and seeds. So definitely something worth noting if you are either trying to eat a little bit more plant-based or you are completely vegetarian or vegan, especially if you're vegan, to really try and highlight and use these complementary proteins where needed um, and building your day around it. Like I said, they don't need to be in the same meal. So you could be having the um, grains in the morning and the dairy at lunch and that will be fine, but they need to come together in the same day. Outside of that, protein also has a quality rating, meaning the greater the amount of consumed protein is actually utilised in your body, the higher the score will be. So if you consume, let's say, a bit of chicken, how much of the protein in that chicken can actually be used within your body? And these complete proteins, so your sources such as eggs, meat, fish, dairy, poultry, soy and quinoa, they're going to have a higher protein rating. Whey protein has also got a really good um, protein rating too, because we can get more from what we are eating. So try and focus on those sources of protein as well. Really good. Those that are training, so pretty much all of you, um, need to be on around, it's recommended to be on 1.2 to 1.4 grams per kilo of body weight. Obviously, I probably have given you a minimum and a con- I tend to give a range purely because of that 1.2 to 1.4 of the rough amount of protein you should be eating. And protein, people are always like, well, when do I need to have in my diet, etc., etc. I always recommend having a good source of protein in each of your three main meals because essentially that's going to help to just increase your overall intake throughout the day. And this means at least 20 to 25 grams of protein in those main meals because that will help you get to where you need to be by the end of the day. And then you can, of course, include some in your snacks. But you don't need to eat protein-packed things necessarily to get protein into your diet. Like I was saying, sometimes they don't actually sit very well on your stomach. Um, If you're like me, some protein bars make my stomachs do backflips because they, it's just, it's too much processing. Um, So I tend to try and opt for things like um, yogurts and stuff like that for my snacks instead. Um, protein's always going to be important in your post-workout. So there's a thing called the anabolic window, which p- people have debated what the time is roughly. But for females, I always recommend trying to get protein, a source of protein into your diet within around an hour, around 30 minutes of you doing a workout. This could simply mean whey protein shake, a whey isolate shake, some sort of yogurt or something like that. Or it could be that you exercise fasted and you come home and you have your breakfast or something like that. But it's always good to have it within that hour and hour and a half window of your workout. And I'm going to run through a quick example day of eating that is going to help you ensure that you get a good amount of protein into your day. And it's probably something similar to what you you guys are already on. Breakfast could be oats with a scoop of whey protein mixed in, berries and peanut butter, or it could be a protein yogurt. Lunch, it could be eggs on toast, it could be tofu scramble or a chicken salad. Dinner could be tuna pesto pasta or a chickpea in quinoa bitter bowl. Your snack could be a yogurt, it could be a protein yogurt or something that I do is I mix whey protein into my Greek yogurt and it makes like an angel delight kind of texture, it's lush. Or a protein bar or it could literally be something like rice cakes with some peanut butter on top or a banana with some peanut butter, something along those lines. 
So it's people tend to get too bogged down in making sure they get enough protein into their diet and it becomes takes up too much mental space and it doesn't need to. As long as you are getting a good source of protein into each of your free meals and trying to, when possible and where possible, highlight those complete sources of protein as much as you can, you're going to be on the right tracks. So you're doing well. Any questions, then just drop me a message as always.